You're listening to What She Said, a podcast for bloggers and creatives hosted by me, Lucy Sharif, a freelance journalist living in London. Each week, I interview different women in blogging and the online world, getting their best blogging tips and advice, and a little bit of gossip too. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of What She Said. In this episode, I chat to Jessica Rose Williams. She's a minimalist lifestyle blogger and coach living in Sheffield. And despite only starting her blog a few short months ago, her blog is actually the same age as my baby. (laughs) She's garnering really big numbers and fab engagement due in no small part to her authentic presence and very high quality content. Um, We chatted about minimalism, the myths that surround it, why and how she finally started her blog and why content will always be king. If you're thinking about starting a blog but you feel completely overwhelmed, this one's for you. Um, As I write these show notes, I'm actually quite heavily in burnout. (laughs) And the way Jessica and I connected, although we'd followed each other on Instagram for a little while, is because I was um, trying to clear out stuff, declutter, in my flat and feeling completely overwhelmed and she came to my rescue and saved the day (laughs) she's been such a support um and I only know her through Instagram which is crazy I sort of feel like I know her in real life but anyway she's incredible so as soon as her coaching packages go live you should definitely sign yourself up one because she's already been coaching me basically and she's incredible (laughs) enjoy the show hello Jessica welcome to the podcast Hello. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much for being part of it. So for anybody that doesn't know who you are, can you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about your blogging journey so far? Yep. I am Jessica Williams. I am jessicaroselewilliams.com for the blog. Based on the fact that I couldn't get Jessica Williams on Instagram, which is where I actually started. <laughs> so what, that's why the middle name is in there. Um, and it's still a bit, or oh, I don't know about it, but. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, it's so pretty. Oh. I really like it. <laughs> well, that's why it is, it is that. Um, so I've only started, I only started blogging in April. So I'm very, very. very new to all this but I've been obsessed with Instagram for years Mm -hmm. that's where all the um the sharing and the being creative really started for me but I never quite felt confident enough to really really put myself out there via a blog yeah so I just sort of used to do you know mini stuff on on Instagram basically but my blog is it's a minimal lifestyle blog so it's all about living with less and the benefits of that and I blog about travel as well and yeah that's it yeah you your blog is absolutely beautiful I'll link everything in the show notes it's so so great and you cover so many interesting topics it's really worth a read and your Instagram is so beautiful so um when did you start your Instagram um oh god when my first memories of Instagram I didn't even know what it was it was probably back in 2012 um you know when you just had the filters and you took photos on there 
um, I was a Nashville girl from the oh, start. Oh, I love Nashville. <laughs> I really overused it. Yeah, me too. That was my yeah, favourite. It's cringe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, in the beginning, I didn't even realise that it was a, a social media. I just thought it was an editing tool. So yeah. I just put loads of different crazy photos on there. <laughs> and then, I know, I had to delete quite a lot of them off. <laughs> Um, and then as it grew, we started following people and, you know, just fell in love with it, basically. Yeah. So you've got a really, you've got a really solid following on Instagram, really good engagement and uh, quite big numbers. How did you, how did you do that? Um, initially, by posting a lot of what I knew was popular is the very honest answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, I'm a really, really visual person. And as I said, I've been Instagram obsessed for years. So I'd look at what other people were posting and think, oh, I really like the look of this. You know, I want to try and create something similar. And there is a a formula that that can be followed. Mm. Um, And this this was all sort of pre-algorithm as well, which has made a complete difference. I mean, that that completely changed the way I saw Instagram when that came in. And for the better, because I actually started talking to people when that came in. It's Um, nice to hear someone say something good about the algorithm. Yeah, well, yeah, it is a love-hate thing, isn't it? But on reflection, having said that, I I do actually think it is is a good thing because I feel like I actually have real friends on Instagram now really sad <laughs> no not at all I do as well I mean I'm a mum on maternity leave so um, Instagram has been like a proper lifeline for me I've connected with so I connected with you on Instagram so many, yeah. so many podcast guests who yeah. I chat to daily and yeah no I, cause I feel like they're friends <laughs> yeah so all of a sudden the algorithm came in and it, it, it got a lot harder to get that um you know to get people to like to get just to get scene was so much harder so I thought oh well this isn't great um I need to switch things up here I need to try and do something and it really pushed me creatively and I feel like my Instagram's changed for the better so for the you know I'm so much happier with it I'm the happiest probably ever been with it that's a really really good point that yeah it is harder now to get likes and absolutely but actually that's just pushing us all to be a better version of ourselves. I think so. Yeah, that's how I see it. Good and positive. So but it is. It can be hard for people. You know, it is. Oh gosh, when you know you're not getting seen and you're trying your heart out to get the best content out there, yeah. and then it's not getting seen. It is. Um, it is hard, but we've got, we've got to take the positive, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so going back to your blog. So you mentioned that you you didn't want to you didn't want to start it for quite a while no (laughs) what was holding you back uh the fear of it's usually with me when I'm frightened of doing something it's the fear of failure so I guess I felt like oh what what have I got to talk about nobody wants to listen to what I've got to say everyone's just gonna laugh at it no one will read it don't be silly you know it's just the the self-doubt Creepy, creeping in there um and that that held me back for for years because I've read blogs for years and always sort of imagined what my own might look like but could never quite 
push myself off that ledge. <laughs> and then um, January, we went on a holiday and I always, I always say that I have travels to thank for so much because I come back and I'll always feel inspired to make some change or something like that. I don't know if it was supposed to do with the new year, yeah. but came back from Mexico in, in January. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do this because I've, I, I feel like I've got something to say. So what if nobody reads it? I want to start writing again. Um, my sort of minimalism journey, I'd, I'd, I'd done all my decluttering and life was, was changing very quickly, having got rid of so much stuff. So I had all this extra time on my hands, yeah. is the truth. <laughs> because my, you know, crappy friendships had gone. I was only doing what I really wanted to do. And this, this space appeared. It was really strange. And I began to feel so creative. I had this crazy urge to just do it. So I did. That's brilliant. And so, I mean... And I'm so glad I did. I see lots of your posts shared by other people, which, you know, for someone who has only just started blogging is amazing because normally you know, there's nobody looking for ages yeah it's brilliant um so going back to um going back to kind of when you just when you finally decided to I don't know reveal it to the world as it were yeah so you'd already started your minimalist journey mm-hmm. do you think that that really actually first of all do you want to talk to us a little bit about that because that is kind of your whole ethos is minimal yeah it is it is it's what it's what I, I love writing about it's what I'm most passionate about is um simplicity and how it applies to everything um it started for me about two years ago now um I was in a job I hated just hated nine to five life I wanted something different but I didn't know how to get it I wasn't particularly happy there were all sorts of issues at work and I wanted change and I, I you know reading blogs as I said before and I read a recommendation for the um the life-changing magic of oh, yeah. tiny yeah. it's really famous book but it's so easy to read and I literally read it in two days and it changed my life I just I just read it it was as if she was speaking directly to me without going to um you know soulful on it but it was just an eye-opener. So everything went. I just started decluttering like a crazy woman. Um, and the more I did it, the better I felt. And I thought, there's really something to this. I need to stop reading about this more. So uh, you know, you and the, the hardcore Marie more. Kondo, like, literally? Yeah, like, word for word. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, and, it's, and I've never gone back since. So I... Yeah that's just um that's what happened with me and then I started looking into it more because I'm a big reader and if I'm interested in something I will obsess over it I'll research it just go crazy for stuff I have these you know obsessions and um but it's never really gone away with minimalism I just absolutely love it and then I I felt the need to you know to share it with everyone who would listen (laughs) (laughs) and I, I think um I think minimalism is such an interesting niche because um, it's kind of a state of mind, not to sound too much of a too wanky, but <laughs> and, uh, you do have to be careful with it because it can get quite deep. Yeah, yeah, totally. I loved your latest post on um, 
saying no without guilt. Oh, how to do it gracefully. You. It was really, really good and really thank helpful. You. I think a lot of people struggle with that, especially women. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's you wouldn't necessarily. When people suddenly think of you know when they think of minimalism, they might just think oh less stuff. But actually, mm. it's so much more. It, it's so much more than that. It's a lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's. I always think of it as um, like a, a bit of a tour. So it's just constantly assessing what adds value to your life, what doesn't add value, and getting rid of what doesn't add value to make more of what does. And that is good for everyone. I'm yet to meet anyone who doesn't want a calmer, simpler, more straightforward life because everyone's too busy now. You know, and it, it does. It applies to absolutely everything. That's the best thing about it. Yeah, it's so true. And you've been helping me with, um, get, you know, I like my, how I used to be was very minimalist. I was a nomad for three years. So I really, it was, it was kind of more of a necessity than anything else. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, which was awesome. But then when I came back and really, actually for me, as we've talked about, it was having a baby and, mm-hmm. and I have not given into the pressure to have too, a lot of stuff. Mm. But even so, everyone will buy you stuff. Like, mm. you know, and you can't you can't really say please don't buy. Me. In fact, I probably should have done said that <laughs> at the beginning. Don't buy us any stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also my changing shape. So I've got a wardrobe. Heart. In fact, it's changed because yesterday I had a massive deep butter. But, um, Yay! <laughs> I had a wardrobe full of, you know, maternity clothes, a couple of size twelve clothes that I'd bought that weren't particularly decent. I just bought mm. so because, you know, for an interim period, because I'm definitely going back to the shape that I was. But what if I don't? Um, yeah. And like you said, um, I'm actually, you know, it's having all those size ten clothes in there that I don't quite fit into or they feel uncomfortable because my actual you know my body has just changed mm-hmm. um it's just a way to beat myself up really yeah to go you should be thinner and you're yeah. absolutely when you said that I was like yep yeah, you're absolutely right there's no point in being yeah. there yeah they're not serving any purpose apart from to make me feel a bit bad that I no. I'm not what I no. was <laughs> no that's absolutely right and I believe that you should you know, we should only have things in our lives that serve us now. Yeah. And who we are now. And it's a it's a case of constantly reassessing stuff. Just because those size 12 clothes serve you now doesn't mean they'll serve you in the future. But it doesn't mean you can't go, you know, back to a different size or, or whatever. But living in the past is, is, a, is a bad thing. Yeah. Don't believe that. Yeah, 100%. But so many people do it and it is so, so hard. Mm. What would be, so you gave me some really practical tips and I felt completely, I was so overwhelmed when I, when I was talking oh. about it, but when you, but I felt really calm and clear afterwards. So mm-hmm. what would some practical tips be, do you think, for like for someone like me, who's just completely overwhelmed, doesn't know where to start, but knows they want to do something? Um, I mean, I think minimalism is, it's quite popular and a lot of people see it as perfection Mm. and they feel like it's unattainable they see um you know maybe the japanese people's houses with literally a mattress on the floor and then we've got all the pinterest images 
and that's not necessarily how it has to be for you so people try people think that it has to be perfect straight away so they they shouldn't even bother my advice is always to just start small and start with whatever feels easiest um don't overface yourself with it you don't have to throw away absolutely everything all in one go if that suits you go for it amazing but you know if you just want to do that that junk drawer then just do that and see how how that makes you feel it will make you feel amazing just yeah, <laughs> just that tiny drawer and then you'll build momentum and then you'll you'll go on from there um don't set yourself up for failure it is it is to just start is you know you're halfway there with that oh, that's good tips um so going back to blogging because we veered off yes talking about very interesting things but still, <laughs> um, what have been the things that have really helped you on your blogging journey which i know is, is short but you can refer to instagram as well um, yeah it is uh, it is very short, really. I can't believe I've only been doing it since April. Um, going back to what I said earlier, I am an obsessive type, so I have to accept that about myself. If I'm into something, I will research the hell out of it, and that's what I did with blogging. Um, I read it all, you know, all the how-tos, listened to all the podcasts, and actually overwhelmed myself, which I think is very easy to do for, for new bloggers. There's almost too much advice out there and if you listen to all of it you you drive yourself insane you just completely burn yourself out um but the key things for me were pinterest uh-huh. a lot of people um undervalue the, the power of it yeah, um I so i would definitely read your blog post <laughs> on pinterest and how to use it because that is amazing it's really straightforward um, those tips are, are great. And it takes a while for it, for you to get the, the traffic coming through from that. But that's been the best platform that, I, that I've that i done. I mean, I get much more traffic from that than I do Instagram. That's interesting. Yeah, well, yeah I have I 600 that... followers on Pinterest. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. With Pinterest, you don't even need to build a following. Unlike no. with everything else, people no. will find your stuff through searching. Yeah. They don't have to follow you. So yeah, because it's a search engine. It's not a it's not a social media platform. It's just a visual search engine. I love it. It's almost way more motivating than any other platform because mm. you really do see the results. Whereas yeah. with Instagram, obviously, unless you've got your swipe up function, um, when you've got your 10k followers, you only have one place to put a link, and that's it. Yep. So, yep. I mean, and and you do have that functionality, and still don't get. I don't get anywhere near as many um, right. as many views from Instagram as I do from from Pinterest. So definitely take take some time to put the effort in there. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I, I found that when I did. Um, other stuff is don't listen to all the advice because yeah. there's just so much of it and yeah. a lot of it a lot of it's a load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't run yourself into the ground. Apply a little minimalism. Do less mm. but better yes. is my <laughs> is my idea. Yeah. You don't have to blog seven days a week, five days a week. Some advice tells you to do that. Get as much, you know, content on there as possible. Well what's the point when it's a load of rubbish? Yeah. Do you want to blog once a week, once a fortnight, as long as it's the best 
you know, you've done your best and it's adding the most value. Just do that. Mm. Yeah, completely agree. That's a really good tip. Yeah. You have to give yourself permission for that as well. We give you permission. <laughs> you've got a problem once <laughs> yeah, a month. Absolutely. You have our permission. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, it needs to be um, quality over quantity. I, re- I read as well about um, some rules where they say, oh, spend 20% of your time on the content and then you know, 80% of the time just promoting it. Well, no, sorry, but I, and you do, you see those, those links and you click through to them and you just think, oh my God, you should have spent another hour on this, not promoting it on social media. So definitely focus on the content because without good content, I don't think, you know, you're just not going to get those return visitors. You're never going to be able to, to build up an audience. And do you focus on your email list? Um, I didn't even consider an email list until I listened to the me and all the hashtag authentic yes. podcast. Oh, she, she has said, a really good episode on that. Yeah, it is really, really good about why you needed one. Mm. So this was all part of my obsessive research. Yeah. Into <laughs> <laughs> everything. Um, and she said, oh, if you, even if you don't think you need one, just build one. So I thought, yeah. okay, then I best do a, a YouTube MailChimp tutorial. So I did that and I started building one. Um, and I'm really glad I did. And it's something that I wouldn't have, have necessarily done in the beginning. I think a lot think of people, a lot of people a lot do, don't. Okay. And most bloggers that I speak to, we're like we've all started our email lists um, really late or started focusing on them really late. Um, yeah. But it's so important. I was chatting to Elle Croft, um, who runs the blog, Bird in a Hand. Um, she, was, she pointed out you know, we don't own any of these social media platforms. No. Nope. We don't own any of our content. We don't own our followers there. The only thing mm-hmm. that you own is your is your website and your email list. That's all you yeah. have, really. So if everything else falls apart, then you need to have your email list because they're the people that you can sell to. They're the people that... Um, they're the people that are going to... Well, and when I say sell, I don't necessarily mean, you know, you're going to start selling tea towels or something to them, but... <laughs> Unless that's your thing. Um, but you know what I mean? They're the people that are engaged and that are here for you, essentially. Yeah, yeah. they're the ones that you have direct contact with. Um, because, you know, we talked about the algorithm on Instagram. People people will miss you. I think, is it 20% of your followers actually see your content anyway? Oh, God, that is it's, it's, I, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> But that's the case. But, you know, if you send an email to someone, every single one gets the um, email in the inbox. Yeah, so yeah, it is a much better way, more guaranteed way to communicate with people. Yeah. Um, and it's I've just started doing, well, yeah, absolutely. I've just started doing a monthly, um, I'm calling it a letter, not a newsletter, where, you know, I actually can write to people that have so grateful that anyone has subscribed to, to my blog but it's a, just such a lovely thing to be able to do to actually write to those people and connect with them when they're you know like-minded people especially and that's the most important thing in any any of your platforms is finding like-minded people so, oh yeah but I think it's so much easier when you're building an email list mm-hmm. because I don't know it's such a privilege to have somebody's email address it is and people don't hand it over that easily. So when they do, mm-hmm. they tend to be your right people. I've found, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, is, have there been any um, real... So we've talked about Pinterest. Have there been any real kind of growth 
boosts that you've that you've tried with your blog that you've been like oh my god that's amazing that's really worked oh it would yeah it would have to be the pinterest thing yeah definitely um you know just from i mean i'm i'm by no means an expert but like i said i've just read blog posts on it and listen to tutorials on it um just to give you an idea you know I've been blogging for four months um just one of my posts last month got 10,000 views from Pinterest alone and that's Incredible. for a new blogger like me I mean that's just insane yeah absolutely that's so brilliant so just to give people an idea of the the numbers that it, it can do and I you know that's it doesn't take that much effort with Pinterest, so it's definitely worth mm. definitely worth pursuing. That was the um, big one for me. Also, think about guest posting. Okay. They've just had a light bulb moment there. So. Yeah, no, no, it's good. <laughs> um, because something I I listened to um, not long ago, I can't remember which podcast it was, but they said it's an amazing story, and it was a brand new blogger, um, and they didn't even didn't even start their blog they just put a a page up sort of like a home page just with a subscription on on there just saying blog coming soon please subscribe and all they did was guest post for about three six months something like that by the time they came to start their blog they had fifteen thousand subscribers oh my goodness that's incredible just from guest posting so definitely don't underestimate that because you know, you might not have a very big audience, but if you can guest post for someone that does, yeah. that's a, that's a really great way to reach a, a wider audience. Just to make sure it's it's a relevant yeah, someone audience. within your niche. Yeah, don't just go crazy on guest posting. Yeah, well, that aren't interested in what you have to say. Yeah, absolutely. And um, is there anyone that you guest posted for? I suppose no sidebar is completely yes. banned, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also did a guest post for Georgie Sinclair, who's an amazing illustrator. She's been really interested in applying a little bit of minimalism lately. And I did a guest post for her about um, my creativity boost from minimalism. So I did that one as well. But I'm always, always on the lookout for what I can do next. Oh, that's a really good tip is guest posting. I'm actually not a massive proponent of guest posting and that is because I read all the advice when I started a blog and I guest posted loads and it, it was such a faff and such a lot of effort and I got no return from it at all. Oh no! But I think it was probably a lot more, on reflection, it was a lot more because I am only now really, probably in the past year, writing about the things that are that are really the things that I want to be writing about. Ah, okay. So really, I was guest posting for the wrong people. Mm. And yeah. It, yeah. It's just all kind of wrong. I'd be and and now because I, my time is a bit of a premium and blogging isn't isn't my full time gig. I don't really have the time to guest post. So yeah. If I do it, it's just for the fun of it. Yeah. Um. But I think it's important to define where you want to go with your blog at the beginning and if you're going to guest post and just be really um like curated about the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah you have to i think finding the right audience and the right ones to do it for are are key absolutely um has there been anything because you you said that you 
had you know you're a big reader you'd wanted to you obviously were in the blogosphere for a long time before you actually had a blog was there anything that I know I know you were you had the same kind of feelings as so many people that I talked to about what can I add to state there's so much out there already what Mm -hmm. am I going to say that's any better or even different to what Mm -hmm. everybody else is going to say was there anything um that you know really was a big stumbling block for you particularly when you were first starting your blog in terms of in terms of getting going or um I mean for me I've I'm really susceptible to I'm not I'm not super confident so I'm really susceptible to listening to advice and taking on each bit of advice and being like okay well that's what I need to do now and then someone will say that's wrong and I'm like okay that's wrong <laughs> oh yeah no absolutely yeah no I understand now sorry um <laughs> yeah abs- absolutely exactly the same stuff um oh do you know what the worst thing is is to start comparing yourself to other people oh. That is a sure, that is the quickest way to feel horrendous about yourself. Isn't it? Quickest way. It's like somebody's opened a trap door. Yeah, um, And it's so easy um, to, to fall down that rabbit hole. You know, you start scrolling, you start thinking, oh, I wonder what such and such is doing with their blog. Oh, I'll just check it out. And then you look at someone else's and then all the self-doubt, all the horrendous feelings start coming up. Um don't do, you, do that. Do you in still get that? Because I get that yeah. on a daily basis, especially on All Instagram the at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it can be really, really hard. I'm really working hard at the minute on trying not to to look at other stuff. Yeah. Or and, see what I did a long time ago as part of the minimalism journey was to unfollow anyone that made me feel bad about myself. Uh, I do that also, and I still do that regularly. Now. So yeah, if someone's and not, I mean, look, not intentionally. I don't think people would set out to make yeah. you feel bad about yourself. But if that's how you, you're feeling, by all means, step away from it. Hit the unfollow. Yeah. Don't read that blog anymore. You, you have to focus. You've got to focus on yourself and you've got to believe in yourself. Yeah, 100%, because no one else is going to be, no one else is going to do it for you. You have to. Yeah, you're the one who has to do it. Definitely. Um, I do. I really always have to think. I think it was um, me and all a podcast episode uh, where she talked about comparison being the, the thief of joy, and, mm. and actually I'll link that because it's a really good one. I think it's just it is her talking and giving some real practical tips. Yeah, not comparing yourself because mm-hmm. yeah, that's one hundred percent the quickest fire way to lose all oh, confidence and just feel crap. Yep, um, and it serves nothing. Like no purpose it at all. Doesn't. And what everyone forgets, and this is how I drag myself out of it, because, you know, everyone does it, everyone slips, but they're on a completely different journey to you. Yeah. They're at a completely different stage to you. Um, so they're, comparing yourself is actually ridiculous because you're not even you're not even going in the, the same way. Everyone's path is completely different. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really important to remember that as well because even when you look at another blogger who maybe has a similar... Um, audience to you or mm-hmm. um, the similar kind of aesthetic to you um, mm. they're not on the same journey they might be doing something no. completely different um, I, I'm interested to know because you're so because you're so new to blogging I'm interested yeah. to know um, how you feel about your numbers like are you 
I, I feel like you're the sort of person that probably has a monthly spreadsheet that you track you track things I don't know if that's correct because I, I am that sort of person <laughs> uh, I, I don't I really don't um you don't. you know what I do no <laughs> I have this um I do this thing where I have um these like I, again, I really don't want to go too deep, but these are things that have really helped me. So if these things can help other people, then I'm going to share them. I have these affirmations, oh. and whenever I'm feeling a bit, a bit low, I'll, I'll read them to myself, and they're actually a really powerful way to motivate yourself and then pick yourself back up. And one of them is that um, my self worth is not my are not is not my numbers. Mm. So I I don't keep any any spreadsheets or anything like that. Instagram. I used to, um, I used to have the, you know, the follower app. Yeah. Um, and I used to see, you know, who unfollowed me and who was, how many knew I'd got. And who, oh my God. And that was one of the things that made me feel bad about myself. So I got rid of it. And it was so much better without it. Yeah. Because I could just focus on creating the kind of content I wanted to instead of being obsessed with the numbers. Really but they do matter and that's the very sad thing about blogging the numbers do. and also they matter i mean i think you're right i'm the sort of person that likes to really track where i'm going so mm-hmm. right, and i'm a real excel geek oh right so although i don't necessarily believe that i think you have to you have to really curate your numbers so you know that if if you don't need to know your monthly traffic for any reason mm-hmm. apart from your ego then it, it doesn't really serve a purpose to look at it every month. Yeah. But if if you are tracking it because you're trying out new things and you need, and you want to see what's working, then that's completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Um, but I would agree with you that there's there's no point tracking things for the sake of tracking things if they yeah. <laughs> if they don't make you feel good because that's not what your self worth is about and no. it shouldn't be tied to numbers. <laughs> No, absolutely not. And oh, they, they can just become a stick to beat yourself with. It can be awful. Yes. And then, then you're just wasting time when you should be spending that time creating. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like that time could be spent doing something much more creative. And also when you're doing something, when you're creating, most of us, we're all creators. Um, that's what makes us feel good. That's kind of what feeds our soul. I guess absolutely. So that's a much better hour spent than one. Much better. Yeah, one tracking your followers. I certainly don't track my Instagram stats at all. Because, no. Because it's there's no purpose for me to do that because I don't. You know, it's Instagram. Yeah. It's it's for the joy. It's not for anything yeah. else. The only thing I look at on um, on Instagram, I've got the. I have got the business account, which is mm. the one that gives you the, the analytics. I like to look at um, when people are on the most. Yeah, so that you just, know when to post. Um, yeah, just so for that, you know, I'd rather reach a, as big an audience as yeah. possible. And it's time saving <laughs> so as well. So I for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think actually, um, if anyone doesn't have a business account for Instagram, I think it's really worth getting it. Anyone can get mm-hmm. it. You just have to have a Facebook page, I think. Um, yeah so i'd really recommend it i've i found it um i see a lot about it i found it much more useful and i see a lot about um oh if you get business account you don't get as much engagement but i i I haven't found that personally so i I just go on my own yeah i think we're all gonna have to do it at some point anyway so i do you think 
Probably, yeah. If you're a business, I think that's. I presume that eventually you'll have to you'll have to do it, and they'll charge you. Maybe like you know, it will go the way of Facebook, I guess. Um, yeah. But either way, I just I think there's there's almost like conspiracy theorists around Instagram. Oh, definitely. Everyone needs to just calm down. Like, if you get yes. this account, you can switch back. It doesn't matter. You, you don't like yeah. it. <laughs> People take it so seriously. Really do. I do. I do miss those those pre algorithm days. Actually, sometimes when it just wasn't what it is today. I'm. I'm. Always... It was just fun. It was I just. Know. Like... It was so much fun, and I, I'm yeah. so cross that I, I've been on Instagram since 2011, and mm-hmm. I only started taking it seriously last year. Mm. Which I just think, God, imagine if I'd done it, but no regrets. No. There's no point. Can't change it now. Exactly. I wish I'd taken more advantage of it before. You know, I think everyone will feel that way. Yeah, that's true. So, where can everybody find you online? Okay, um, I am jessicarosewilliams.com, that's the blog. Um, because I use my own name, it's a bit, I, know, I just can't get it the same everywhere as I would want to. On Twitter, I am at Jessica Rose Will. And Pinterest is at Jessica Rose Williams. I managed to get that one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Instagram is at Jessica Rose Williams as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What She Said. And if you like this episode or any of the other episodes, please think about giving me a lovely rating on iTunes. I really appreciate it. If you want to connect with me, head over to my blog, wanderloose.com, or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, where I'm at wanderloose blog. 